Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business, or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. We don't call him Anthony anymore. He's just now a YouTube star. Uh, he's famous. Uh, we appreciate you coming down from your perch as a famous YouTube star to to be on this this lonely podcast of yours. Uh, how are you doing, good sir? It's good to be back on the ground level. I'll be honest. It, you know, being up in those rarefied airs, riding on my high horse, it's dangerous. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, last night you and Mr. Beast were just hanging out. You know, kicking it. You know, yeah. Yeah, Jim, me and Jimmy were chilling. You know, I call him Jimmy because we're we're on first name basis now. You know, uh, we're <laughs> we're literally in the next. Uh, what are we at right now? This is this is funny. I'm on a countdown right now. Yeah. we are at 49,919 subscribers on YouTube. So we're almost at 50. We're like 80, 81 away. So I'm trying to catch it right when it hits 50, but it's been, a, it's been wild, man. Like as of October, when we started taking it seriously, we, we were at 200 subscribers. So just like people have been tuning in and really psyched. And I've been it's been cool because my goal is to respond to literally every single comment, email, DM that I get and I get hundreds and I'm like starting to get carpal tunnel, but the stories that people are sharing about the content and how it's like making a positive impact on their life is like the coolest part. It makes all the work worthwhile. It's interesting, right? I was thinking about this this morning when I knew I was going to talk to you today a lot of people don't understand, especially as an entrepreneur or somebody that's starting a podcast or a brand, you know, these guys approach you all the time. It's like, well, you need to do this and you need to, you know, you need to get your YouTube together and your direct email. And it's like, dude, when you're first starting out, it's like, dude, I'm just, I'm picking my battles here. You know, yeah. like, like I have my lane and we're just, and then you like, like I kind of found my two lanes now and now we're like putting some mm -hmm. marketing plans behind it. But what your content was always great. But in the last couple of months, I've watched like the intentionality behind it and the level just like go to another, like, I know you got a coach and stuff and like, just talk about how, like, you know, that changed so much. Like you nailed it with that word intentionality. That's actually one of the guiding words that we've been using in the last quarter since we started taking this a little bit more seriously was when we sit down to make a video or make content, we do it with an intense amount of intentionality. And so it's interesting because um, for years, I've been practicing just kind of impromptu storytelling. That was kind of the goal in 2020, 2021, when I was doing like a daily video, and then I'd post it to Instagram. The goal was just to get good talking extemporaneously, like off the cuff. And that's an important skill. Um, but it, it got me away from the thing that I, I think is actually my strength, which is really deep, thoughtful writing and storytelling with a lot of intention. And so that's what we went back to with the, the YouTube channel in particular. So each video that we put out now, I spend hours, like I've spent three hours total between yesterday and today writing this week's newsletter. And then I'll take this newsletter and I will then spend another three to four hours 
reworking it into the YouTube script. And then from there, you know, my, my editor, he's going to spend four hours easy on the edits. And, and then th that's not even including the, I have the photographer com for coming over today. We're going to spend about an hour just getting the thumbnail, just getting the picture for the mm -hmm. thumbnail. And that all sounds like silly and insane. You're like, why would you spend that much time on this video? Well, it's because we had a video hit a million. It's at 1.1 million views. We have another one at 230,000 views. It's insane how much reach these things can have when you go from just doing good work to doing great work. And that's been the lesson here is great work really does pay dividends. So I just, I'd probably say like a month ago, you know, heard about it, didn't read it, never read any of his stuff. Um, I picked up good to great and I oh, really, you it, never read I, that. No, that's crazy. And I couldn't, I couldn't put it down because, because everything I thought about successful companies was wrong. It wasn't the flashy guy. It wasn't the rock star CEO. It was the guy that was internally competitive, but quiet and focused. And like, I look at it as almost like I'm excited to read his other ones, but it looks to me like a guiding principle for us as we build companies. And the one that stuck with me the most that's changed my life is radical honesty and exactly where you are. Mm -hmm. um, we actually shut down a business three weeks ago that we put a lot of money into and internally, like in my soul, I knew I didn't want to be that guy anymore. And it took a lot to just say, you know, this is, this is a new direction. And the moment that we shut it down, you know, the direction that we were headed, you know, exploded. And it's mm -hmm. like, how many times in life are you hanging on to something, right? Uh, whether it be uh, crappy content or a business that you don't want to do anymore or a friendship or a business partnership. And you're not just, you're not being hundred percent honest with yourself. I think, I think is mm -hmm. the lesson I took out of that book. Yeah, you know, dude, you um, you put me onto this a couple of years ago. Your idea of having a word of the year, and I'd be curious because we haven't chatted in, in a while. Like, mm -hmm. what your word is this mm -hmm. year? But for me, it's not one word; it's a phrase. Um, and mm -hmm. the guiding principle this year is in relentless pursuit of less but better. Mm -hmm. And everything that I'm trying to do right now, and we're doing a lot. That's the crazy part too. Like, mm -hmm. we just launched a daily podcast, Amplified Impact, where I'm just trying to like you know, do is more of a challenge to myself to see if I can do a daily podcast for an entire year. <laughs> That's part of it. But then you, you look like we just launched the beyond the apex community and the hyper-focus masterclass. And so we're doing a lot, but my goal is to say no to 90% of opportunities right now and just focus on doing less, but better. And truthfully for me, it's, it's a little bit hard because I do like doing a lot. I like having a lot of balls in the air, but the the feeling of pride when you put out something that is like genuinely really good feels amazing. And I, I haven't, the best, right? yeah, dude, I like, you know, I was really proud of passive investing made simple the, when we put that book out because I thought I'd done a pretty good job on it and it, but it's only been after like two years where it's like still in the top 10 on Amazon and people are still <laughs> reaching out saying like, Hey, this has been really helpful that I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like it was maybe even better than I had given it credit for, but like that took two years to write <laughs> or a year yeah. and a half rather, you know? So it's like great things take time. That's the takeaway there. So uh, we could spend the next 20 minutes on this because I have three different things, three frameworks, three sentences that have changed my life 
it's a new focus in the last two to three months, just mm-hmm. like morning walk, like breakthrough. Okay. So my word last year was expansion. This year is it's our time. It's our time. There's, and there's no more sitting on the sidelines saying that person, that PE group is better than us. We're the ones buying the companies now. We're the ones just getting the top talent. So that's, that's the focus for this year. Um, but also in that same vein saying it's, it's our time. It's my time to stop doubting, you know, how high we're going to take this. So that's kind mm-hmm. of that framework. But the, but the true thing that hit me, that's my favorite thing in the entire world is I have a new, uh, like thing that I uh, go by now, if I'm going to start something, I only want to run races. I can't win. <laughs> I only want to get embark on something that doesn't have a finish line. Mm. That's my new thing. So like an Ironman, if you're right, you can always go faster. You can always do a quicker transition. Your, your average could be better. Like I, I think that we create a space where we say, oh, I'm going to be healthy for, you know, what, a year or two years? No, you're going to be healthy for the rest of your life. Oh, I'm going to be in business. I'm going to be impacting people for like a year or two. No, you're going to be in it for the rest of your life. And so I want these long-term games. Like I was talking to Mark about this yesterday about my podcast. Like we had a great year. We did triple the downloads and that's great. That means mm-hmm. more people listen, but what is it going to look like in 15 years when I'm still doing the podcast? Mm-hmm. Like, how big is it going to be then? But that's not when people start business. That's not how they get into it. They go, oh, it's going to be really great. Or, or you need to understand that you know, the season and what you might be doing changes, but the, but the impact, the values are never going to dissipate, no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a really good rule of thumb is to take whatever number you're currently striving for or in time frame that you're thinking in and then multiply it by 10, somewhere between 10 and 100. So if that's, you know, right now, say you're doing 5,000 podcast downloads a month, you know, that can be really, that can be really awesome when you started out at zero, right? But then it can be very hard when you get to that 5,000 to recalibrate and set the goal to the next place. And for us, when we started our podcast, the, um, the real estate podcast a couple of years back, you might, I, I just said, we're not going to look at the analytics and judge the worthwhileness of this until we get to a hundred episodes. And then when we got to a hundred episodes, I was like, okay, now we're not going to judge it again until we get to a thousand. Right. And just by taking that one number that went from being like a hundred is a lot of episodes, but a thousand's an insane, it feels insane. Yeah. It's going to take years to get there. Cause we do three, four episodes a week. That's going to take a really long time. Right. And, and if you do that with all things, like even with money or your business or your content and saying like, oh, cool, we reached, you know, 10 people this time. What's it going to look like in 10 years to reach, you know, 10,000 people? And then you just start playing the game differently, right? You start approaching the problems, trying to solve them a little bit differently. And that's what we've, that's one of the things I realized really quickly with the YouTube channel was like, holy crap, like these numbers that I thought were going to take years to get to, we can actually get to them very, very quickly. And so if the number is the goal, then you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure because you're going to eventually hit that number probably sooner than you think. And then you're left with just years of your life left to figure out what to do with it. And so instead of like saying like, oh, I want to get to a million, you say, oh, I want to see what I can build in the next 30 years. I want to see how big I can or how great I can make this in 30 years. It's interesting, right? Because the yesterday, so we're filming this on January 10th. So yesterday was 
my four years sober. Yes. Congrats, dude. Thank you. You look good and, in that picture, by the way. I'm yeah, seeing some abs. I'm seeing some uh, chisel. And I, I thought to myself, like, I was like going through like everything that's happened, like the amount of businesses, the podcast, like, I'm just like, that's, whoa, like a lot happened in four years. Like, what is that going to look like in 30 years, 40 years? And it's interesting, like, there's a skill that I picked up with our PE firm, like our thing that we're doing that I never thought I would like ever, <laughs> but I'm like, probably the best in the country at it. And it's like everything I built up for. And that's, that's recruiting. Mm. Like there's nobody that recruits and touches people's soul like quicker than me. And it's like, I look at it and I go, man, I could just like do this for the next 40 years and like change people's lives. And it's like, it really changes the way you look at like yourself in a team, but also just saying like, this is something I really enjoy and I might really enjoy it for like five years. And then it might be different. I think one of the, the issues I get with my clients is like, their identity is, is like you said, is tied to that number. And if the number's not where they want it to be, then that's their mood is adjusting with the number. <laughs> that's where it gets dicey. And that's hard as a creator, right? But similar to your situation, I did not see the podcast numbers until I was two years in. Because I knew my personality. I wasn't mentally okay with it. And I, I just told myself, uh, as long as I affect one person, I did my job today. And like, now we're looking at it for a different purpose, like calibrate, or is it going on the right platforms? Um, so I, I, I don't get stressed about that. And, you know, for me, it's just about putting out great content. And I heard it on uh, my first million, he met these young kids, and they said, Look, you know, people might not listen to your first podcast, you know, the first 50. But that's a vault, that's a vault yeah, of yeah, information. Dude. And we've created a binge society that's going to go back and when I like Anthony, then I'm going to go listen to everything Anthony does. Totally, dude. Let me tell you a story about this too. Cause just the other day that one of the guys that they're talking about there, his name's um, Henry or Harry Belcaster. And um, he's, I'm, so I mean, yeah, he's all over Twitter. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he's, um, he runs a company called Clipped. Was, their thing is we'll make you go viral. And what's really interesting about them is that they built, they, they have like half a million YouTube subscribers that they've built in the last like four months off the back of viral uh, short YouTube clips. And so I reached out to him because we're, we're in a similar, we're in the same mastermind um, that Sam Par put together, the host of My First Million. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to him and I was like, hey dude, just letting you know, like your stuff is really good, love it. And I was like, you know, I thought we were crushing it. We hit 50 after like three months, but you like 10 x it. So it just kind of like shows me that there's levels. And you know, what he came back with was, he's, he's like, you know, dude, like I would trade my half a million short view um, subscribers for your 50,000, like super bought in long form subscribers. And it's just really interesting that the grass is always greener on the other side, when in reality, the grass is greener wherever you water it. Right. And so like this person that I was looking up to him, like, damn, you're crushing it. He looks over and he's like, dude, I'd rather be in your spot. Dude, and, dude. And, here, and dude. here's the craziest thing. And you'll understand this when I'm going to share, like how I'm going to say this, because we're always chasing those bigger, bigger numbers and wanting to go viral, hit a million dollars and like all these things. But the problem is as you start to do that, your context gets very warped. So for instance, mm -hmm. we have a video that has 40,000 likes. Austin, do you know what the nominal value of an additional like is at this point? Like I don't even register it. It doesn't yeah. feel like anything. And yet mm -hmm. when I'm on Instagram and I post and it gets like 20 likes, I'm like, 
Hells yeah. Now I got 21, right? So when you're starting out and you're not getting the traction, people aren't seeing the thing that you, that you, you know, you want to get the visibility. Just remember that it will never feel as good as it does when you make your first dollar or when you get your first like. Like it also only- the same thing. It's also the same way about cocaine. It's never the, it's never good. The second <laughs> it's never as quite as <laughs> the good. First time is the most, but, but to, to, to hit your point, Andrew Wilkinson said he was hanging out with two billionaires guy was worth three bill and he goes oh man he's like fuck he's like that guy's worth 21 billion and he looks at him he goes really dude you're a fucking billionaire like he's like (laughs) and that's when i realized it's never going to be enough yeah Yeah. you never get there and so the numbers are a really bad way and i get it like i i have numbers that i'm striving for that i'm that they're an easy surrogate to kind of put on a board and like throw a dart at um but you you, you can't get lost in them. They're, they're a lag measure and they're not, they're not even important at the end of the day. It's about like falling in love with the process, enjoying the process, the grind along the way. Um, what because is it the, is a grind. It is a grind. Yeah. Dude, like, here's the thing is like, you know, this, like that, this YouTube channel, I had been putting out videos for years, years. Right. And mm-hmm. had 200 subscribers. It takes, you just never know what's going to finally hit. Right. Like I started this yeah. channel back in like 2020, 2019. And it was only four months ago that it was suddenly exploded. And the same with like, um, I would say the other social media channels too. Like we've been getting a lot of growth recently on Instagram and Twitter. And it's like, it just takes time. It's yeah. a variable of success that you can't, you can't shortcut. What is, what is, uh, what is intriguing you these days? What concept or business practice or book? Uh, right now, I think the whole chat GPT AI world is very, very interesting because I think there's so much green pasture there, um, for people just to step into, I think, I think there's going to be chat GPT is the first time I was genuinely ever afraid of technology where I'm like, holy crap, what is this? What is this? What is the Mm -hmm. next year, 10 years look like? I don't know. And it's, it's scary, but it's also exciting. And, but the thing for me is I am already on a path towards success that does not involve AI. And so it's very easy to feel FOMO and feel like, oh, I should be diving into this thing. I need to learn it to get ahead of the curve and whatever. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't need it to get to where I need to go. And so I've been very intentional about not diving deep into it and losing time and sleep and energy, even though I know it could serve me right now. But for other people, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think it's something that if you're just starting out thinking about what, where you should go with business or where the opportunities are, I think there's a really great one there to be leveraged, leveraged. Well, I think it's interesting, right? I think it's interesting that, uh, that you can do this. Uh, I had a service agreement, uh, program for the HVAC company that we were going to build out. Uh, I would say that a consultant would have cost me, uh, you know, 20 grand. It would have took three months. It took me 20 minutes and I built out the entire platform on ChatGPT with thank you, emails, sales scripts, everything. Now that has, still has to be overseed and reviewed from the guy that's done this for years. But it was like, it was the first moment that I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty fucking wild. And so I agree with you. There's still going to be a need for me. There's still going to be a need uh, for 
creating, uh, you know, personality. But when it comes to like, let's say the heavy lifting, right? I don't even play in um, the space of coding or anything, right? That's where I see it's like getting apeshit, like where they're building stuff on top of, that's where it's like, I can't even, but like what we're doing, right? For fun, I'm, I'm mentoring a young kid that's interning with us. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, let's build an entire company with chat GPT because he loves AI. And I'm like, let's just play with it and see. And I think it's fun to just kind of play around and understand totally. uh, different plus, stuff. I was tinkering a little bit with that. And then there's this other AI, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Mid-C. It's like, yeah. the, it's just graphic design. It's just, it does like these really cool images and you can have it design an entire website for you. Um, but so one of the things about writing that um, I've been, I've been writing a lot recently, like putting out the newsletter every week. And that's, I put a ton of time and energy mm -hmm. into that. And um one of the one of the things I'm probably gonna write about this topic in the near future is like how to actually write good writing. <laughs> like well, maybe good you know what's you know what's crazy? You know what it's forcing me to do? This is really difficult. Ask proper intentional questions. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the quality of your answer is dictated by the quality of your question. And if you don't know the question to ask the, the AI or how to ask it, you're not going to get it. He just tells you, sorry, bro. Yeah. This is just shit's wild, bro. Yeah. Like, and a lot of times it, it can do what you want it to do if you can just figure out how to phrase it differently. Correct. Right. Well, what I think is interesting, right, is what, what I've been most excited about you, okay, is like, yeah, you're in, I've written fantasy novels. I was a rock climber. Uh, you know, manufacturing company, I read a real estate book, I do YouTube, I'm a syndicator. But at its core, I've watched you either level up or reinvent your brand over and over again. It's so exciting to me to have a front row seat to see that it's never not been Anthony. Hmm. And I think this is the hardest thing that people don't understand is when you do as many things as you and I do, not being attached to that thing as your full on identity is very hard as a brand. And that's what excites me the most about your brand. You're, you're a mm -hmm. thinker, but you're also a real estate guy that understands that it's, it, you get what I'm saying. It's like, yep. that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah. One of the things I've really leaned into is the idea like you, the, the, re, the riches are in the niches, right? The riches are in the mm -hmm. niches and how everybody's like, you need to super niche down. And I think that's important, but then I've been leaning into the idea that the the most niche thing in the world is you, right? Like it's a niche of one. And so lean into you and your uniqueness and what what makes you weird and what makes you special and build around that because that can never be duplicated by definition. Like I am not concerned about AI replacing me because there's only me. Like when I make my YouTube mm -hmm. videos, no AI can make it the way I can make it because I don't even know what I'm going to say until I say it, right? And so- that, I think that's how you future-proof yourself in this new world. And this is one of the reasons wanna, why I said- Yeah, do you want to say the Naval quote? Do you want to say the Naval quote, my favorite? Which one? He says, the only way to truly escape competition is to be uniquely you. Oh, there you go. Yep. And, yeah. and that's exactly it, right? Like, just be you and figure out what, what are those through lines that are consistent with you and, and not what you think people want to see. But, um, but going back to the chat GPT thing real quickly on the writing front, like one of the things that it's, I think I haven't used it for this, but I could see it being very useful is when I start to sit down and write something like this article that I wrote right today about discipline is um, 
I sit down and I, I prep the page. So I, you know, I create my intro. I figure out who this is for, what we're going to talk about, what they're going to get out of this, what's the problem that's going to be solved. And then I go through and I create my section head, my headers. So I know like what are my, my chapters going to be. And then I start to like loosely sprinkle in thoughts and concepts into each one of those sections. So that as I sit down to write those sections, there's already some, some seeds planted that all I need to kind of do is go in, and water them a bit and like bring them to fruition. And I think ChatGPT could really help with that for people where the, the scariest part of writing is staring at the blank page. So go to this AI and say, like, help me create an outline around this topic. Here are some bullet points that I would like to hit and have it prep the page for you and yeah, then take dude. that page and well, then flush it out. Well, I'll be honest with you right now. You think I was dangerous you, by myself taking the writing off of my plate to build out you know, a lesson plan outlines and then me add in my flavor. Oh, dude, I'm like, I mean, it's changing the game, like for me. And, you know, like, it's like, oh, you want this? And like, here's a proper outline of what we're going to do for three weeks as a coaching client. And then like, boom, boom I, dude, it's like, dude, I'm telling you, like right after the email, it's like, I'm sending it. So it's just, I, I'm really enjoying it. If people want to find out about your newsletter and all this stuff you're doing, how would they do that? Yeah, if you want to be on the newsletter, the hyper-focused entrepreneur, we sent we have like 15,000 subscribers. Actually, it's more like 16 now. So like wow. it goes out to a lot of people every week. Um, you can go to anthonyvacino.com backslash newsletter. Um, and we just launched this community called Beyond the Apex, which is for people that want to live life beyond the apex and all the things that that means. And if you guys are interested in checking that out, go to beyondtheapex.com. Love it. Well, I appreciate my, you, my dude. Uh, have a good day and we'll talk to you soon.